broadcasting around the world on international shortwave and on the Radio Disclosure Radio Network. I'm your host, Matt Aaron. I bid you good evening, good morning, wherever you may be in our lovely universe. Tonight is a topic that, even from the pre-conversations I've had, honestly has left chills going down my spine. And the one thing that that, that uh, okay, let me let me let me just start off by saying this, okay? The gentleman that we're going to talk tonight, he's calling himself Will. Will works for a secret department inside the US government. And one of the things that they do is they they fight Bigfoots. And what, what okay. And when I say fight, they capture them. I'm going to let him describe that, but this is a serious thing, folks, okay? There's a guy on YouTube that describes his Bigfoot encounter. I'm going to play this clip, and and, and I'm just going to say this right now. If you're faint of heart, I would suggest to turn your radio off. If you've got small children in the room, turn your radio off. Here we go. She tore out of the bushes, knocked me down on the ground, and I, I thought she was going to kill me. You know, I'm like, I'm like grabbing for a gun and then I realized I didn't bring a gun with me. I didn't have a dog with me. I was back here by myself. I was terrified. I, 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 was, actually, I was so terrified. It was so scary. And I wouldn't be back here right now except I, I feel the need to like get over my fear. She did. She pulled my pants off me and I'm like, oh great. What, what, she's going to kill me. They're going to find my naked body here. And I'm like, whoa, you know, that's not going to work. You know, what are you doing? And then the next thing I know, keep in mind, this is a big Sasquatch, like a comparable to like a big hairy Russian, Russian woman. I mean, she was big. She was like, you know, seven and a half, eight feet tall and hairy. And so I'm down there on the ground. I'm completely naked. My clothes have been ripped off me. It was, it was all just biological. I didn't have any choice. And again, I'm like, and does one of these like, hmm, sucks. It sucks, man. I, I, I felt like I couldn't get clean. I got home and I started taking a bath and I just I just feel like I can't get clean. It's been a horrible experience and nobody, nobody will believe me. If I call the police, they're gonna tell me I'm making it up. It horrible. Here's a guy on YouTube describing his Bigfoot encounter. And this guy, Will, you say you work for the government. You, you're in the business, and, and we have changed your voice. We have changed your name. Um, you're still kind of creeped out by trying to talk about this at this point. A- am I correct in that? Yes, you're spot on. And um, Okay, first off, if, if you're working for the government and you're hunting Bigfoot, where are you doing this at? Well, first of all, I think what we need to do is I need to give you some context for our discussion this evening. Okay. Now, all my life, my brother, his name is Buck, he has been an avid hunter. I mean, he is a general outdoorsman extraordinaire. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson was a wuss. Now, 
a couple of years ago, and I jest in that, but I mean, really, uh, he he's always been the kind of guy that uh, you could leave him in the middle of a, a national forest and he would come out a week later and he would have five pounds more weight on him and he'd be happy as a clam. But meanwhile, uh, digress, a couple of years ago, he started working on what he called super baits and repellents for different species of animals. Now, anybody that's ever gone out and hunt deer, you know about deer scent. It's like an aroma that simulates a, a female deer looking for a fella. Mm. Well, this is where the story starts getting interesting. Buck also, a couple of years later, started working with pheromones. And I'm like, what in the hell is a pheromone? I had to look it up. Pheromones are chemicals capable of acting like hormones outside the body of the secreting individual to impact the behavior of others receiving individuals. Now, kind of keep your your mind on receiving individuals. We'll kind of come back to that in a minute. Well, one day late last spring, my sister-in-law, Eileen, got on a cleaning kick and she decided, well, you know, Buck's workshop needed to be spick and span. Well, bless her heart in the process, she wound up spilling both the pheromones and the scent all over. I mean, this thing was a mess. Needless to say, the next week was very weird. Uh, all kinds of animals started showing up around their homestead. Now, finally, and this is where the story comes full circle, culminating in Bigfoot sightings. And I don't just mean one. I mean, that was followed by another and then another. This Bigfoot wouldn't stay away. So this is where I get a call from my brother telling me about this. He says, hey, look, right then I devised a plan to safely capture this Sasquatch. Now, now hold on. You know, this, any, hold on. You said you're going to capture this thing. Oh, that's geez. right. If you know anything about Bigfoots, they generally never come back. So that means there is something different about this one. And if he comes back, you can catch him. So that's exactly what I did. Now I'm not going to get into the technique that we use to subdue him, but let's just say this: Bigfoots can't run at top speed while they're fully aroused, okay? Whoa, okay. Um, what? Is there something biological with this? No, I think it had to do with the pheromones and the scent and whatever all of that mixing up, it, it created something that this Sasquatch was it was like moss to a flame. He couldn't stay away. So, Will, okay, did you wind up actually capturing this thing? Yes. Now, as it turns out, the complex that I provide security for has plenty of rooms, and we don't get many visitors, if you know what I mean. So this is how it all started. Okay, we were going to just keep it kind of quiet. Matter of fact, the first couple of days, they were rough. We couldn't communicate with him. 
I mean, you know, besides him going full Wookiee on us. Now, hold on, hold on. You're saying you have communicated with his Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. That's the third day. Are you ready for this? I'm sitting down as much as I can be. Telepathy. I wouldn't have believed it. Well, there's been a lot of different reports of... Bigfoot having telepathy. In addition to that, um, Bigfoot actually being able to being they're more like a transdimensional being, is what I've heard. They they have this ability to to shift in and out of our reality in space. Well, I know this. Have you ever known somebody that just constantly talks? Just keep talking, lie, 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 all the time. They'll never shut up. You can never get in the word edgewise. Yeah. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the quiet ones. I don't know why. It's always the quiet ones. So we're sitting around, and my buddy Jeb is on the other side of the table, and he hadn't even said three words to me in a year. Matter of fact, I think the last three words he says was Happy New Year. So we're almost due, but I digress again. So we're sitting there, and Jeb's saying, hey, why don't you offer him an A&W diet root beer? And we're all going, Jeb, you've lost it. And he said, no, no, try it. Uh, I look at, at the Sasquatch, and he's got a smile on his face. And then Jeb says, oh, by the way, his name is Randy. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that kind of might explain the fascination with my sister-in-law. But anyway, at this point, Bigfoot Randy here, he starts that grin. I know, man, it's a whole new ballgame. Turns out Randy is quite the, well, I guess you could say entrepreneur. He has generations of knowledge about, man, a lot of things. One of them. Hold on, thought. Making moonshine. No, no, no. One of them is making moonshine, and Jim tells me he's never been caught. Hold that thought, Will. When we come back from the break, Bigfoot in the moonshine business. Oh, my. Hell, he's got him captured. Uh, 1-833-880-9899 I want to know how many more he's got locked up at this point this is crazy we'll be back this is Radio Disclosure Welcome back to Radio Disclosure. one 880 is the number. Talking to a government informant about their involvement in capturing Bigfoots. And the backstory of how the technique a little bit was discovered here. And you're a little afraid to come forward, you said. Um, have you ever had any threats from your 
governmental employers that if you were to speak out and tell the truth that you could be in trouble? Oh, well, you're always under threat. Uh, you have to be very, very careful. All right. So, Will, calling you Will, um, you mentioned that um, these Bigfoots were in the moonshine business, and we're going to get back to that. But I, I, I do going to ask you this question. Um, are there good big, Bigfoots and bad Bigfoots? Well, we are still, at this time, uh, establishing more communication between Randy and our complex. Um, he doesn't tell us a lot about his kind or others, other than uh, he has mentioned that there are great numbers and also that, like any ordered society, you do have renegades. And usually, their kind take care of it, and therefore, you never have any evidence of it. Interesting. We're talking about a whole society that is literally in the woods outside at night, right next to us, and we know nothing about who they are, what they're doing. Ah, my. Okay. Um, so has Randy ever gotten violent with you guys? Oh, no. No. And, you know, like I said, for the first two days, we uh, we were using kit gloves, if you will. So we never had to push and, you know, he never had to uh, resist or push back because this we've always wanted a friendly encounter. Yeah, I mean, there's so many stories that are that are documented of these encounters that you're talking about, where they're throwing rocks. They're um, like this gentleman I played at the beginning of the show. I mean, he claims that he was, I mean, sexually assaulted by a Bigfoot. Um, I mean, there's so much out there as far as information. It's really interesting. So, okay. I'm going to ask even a crazier question. How old is this Bigfoot? Now, he himself said that he was of what he described uh, in his late 70s. But I can tell you the way he moves, uh, he's very spry for his age. So, okay. Do you know what the average lifespan that they have is? Uh, we haven't discussed that. Okay. We've we've tried to keep it more on us, like we we mentioned moonshine, and it might have been that you know whoever was in charge of us still might have uh, imbibed too much and uh, 
in essence, you know, you have people that uh, do crazy things when they're not sober. and That might have been a consequence. So, okay, what is the fascination of these Bigfoots and moonshine? Like, what I, I it's hard to believe that you have this race of beings that are living here that are hiding and they like moonshine. Well, that's the interesting part. Uh, I don't think in the beginning that, you know, they were familiar. They've always been watching. That is, that is one of their, their strengths is their camouflage. They watch everything. Uh, more than likely, what happened in the beginning was uh, some, uh, you know, moonshiner uh, had uh, his still raided or he abandoned it and by golly they took it over and discovered how to work it and like i said the rest uh the recipe that uh randy was talking about it's you know i guess it's been passed from generation to generation but he was saying it's a hundred years old over a hundred oh wow so have you been able to sample this stuff yet Oh yeah. Well, how? I mean, it's a hundred years old. I mean, how is it? I mean, uh, <laughs> well, um, if you really want to get technical, uh, one of the good uh, sources, I guess, is if you know you uh, get a mason jar and shake it, and the little little uh, white bubbles slowly come up and pop and i mean it's just super quality not to mention too uh it it tastes so smooth i mean, it's incredible i never ever could imagine that bigfoot would be in the um in the moonshine business that that just blows my mind it's well it's never been commercialized that's that's what you know Possibly it's a little complex and complicated, and, you know, of course, the government's going to want their cut. So uh, we're thinking about maybe in the future having a distillery maybe on the East Coast called uh, Bigfoot Whitening, Bigfoot White Lighting, rather, and on the West Coast, uh, Sasquatch Shine. What do you think? Uh, I'd be all for that. I'd be all for it. So... Okay, you captured this guy. He's fascinated. I mean, have they, okay, have his tribe, I guess, since they have discovered alcohol, have they been, fat, you said over 100 years, have they been drinking? Like, is this like a nightly thing or an occasional thing? Have they become, I mean, I'm just going to come out and say it, have they become a bunch of drunks? No, I think it's more of a religious thing. Therefore, you know, the ones that most imbibe are not exactly uh, the truest in the tribe. Interesting. So with as secret as you're wanting to stay, um, do you know of other people at this point within the connections that you're in? Do you know of other people at this point that are out there hunting these things? Um, well, I tell you what, uh, they keep us fairly compartmentalized. I think, you know, with a, a need to know, and at that point, at this point, uh, they don't want us to know. So uh, I can't confirm nor deny. 
Okay. Um, all right. Here's, here's a question for you. If, um, you yourself are out in the woods at night and you encountered one of these just by yourself and you had no weapon, nothing along those lines, would you try to communicate with it? Uh, well, actually, <laughs> I'm not the quiet type. Again, uh, telepathy wouldn't work on me. Uh, I guess Jeb <laughs> is going to have to follow me everywhere I go now. Okay. so It's the quiet ones. So the people that are quiet can communicate with a clear mind is, is kind of what you're saying. Exactly. Wow. All right. Well, Mr. Will, we're going to hit up another break here. And I want to ask you when we come back how long you've had this thing in captivity. And do you have plans on releasing it? I know you're wanting to do the moonshine stuff. I get that. This is literally out there. This is going to be one of the strangest interviews, honestly, I've ever done. 1-833-880-9899 is the number if you want to join us. Will, our guest, works for the government. He's got a Bigfoot guy, Bigfoot named Randy in captivity. I guess if I was that Bigfoot, I'd want out. We'll be back. This is Radio Disclosure. Welcome back to Radio Disclosure. We got Will on the line with us. 1-833-880-9899 is our number if you want to join us. He claims he's got a Bigfoot captured. His name is Randy. His Bigfoot tribe is in Jamaican moonshine, of all things. Now, one of the things I do have to confess, our radio station WTWW in Lebanon, Tennessee, has had many, many, many Bigfoot sightings off of Pooh Bear Lane, where the actual transmitter site is located. And there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on there at night. I've got some time-lapse photography I've posted up of the night sky. Um, it's also across the river from an old defunct nuclear power plant that um, claims that there was strangeness with UFOs and all kinds of crazy, but there's been a lot of Bigfoot sightings out there. That's, that's all I'm saying. And I've heard some interesting howls at night and screams and errs and you know, now there are horses for one of the neighbors, so sometimes you think that yeah, it was just a horse. But anyways, before before we went to break, I I I wanted to ask Will. And the the one thing that I did want to ask you is how long have you had this guy in captivity? And do you plan on releasing him? What what what's the deal with that? Well, as I mentioned, that this whole fiasco, or at least my part of it, started in the springtime with my sister-in-law cleaning out, you know, his workshop. So, you know, we've had him probably about three or four months and, uh, he's 
doing well, uh, receiving, you know, great care. Uh, he is uh, very well respected. We'll say that. Okay. What is the the long term plan on all this? Well, at this point, they generally don't like to give us a, an overall plan, but uh, Randy is a special case. The, the complex feels that he represents something greater than himself, the possibility to have communication on a Sasquatch level in every state that is totally covert. Now, for what purpose, I'm not sure, but I hope it's not for something negative. Wow. Um, so, and you keep talking about a complex, and the way you mention that it's, it's pretty large. Um, uh, so, okay. Um, wow. I have to be very careful with my words. I noticed you slowed down. And and I know and I know earlier and and don't tell me if I'm going too far. I can't hit the dump. You you did say that they keep everything very siloed in the communication structure. And, and the way you mentioned and the way you said that, it it sounds like there's more facility. There's always more. There's always more. The trick is that you don't show that you're interested. So you do your part of the job and then you go home. It's compartmentalized. So no one group or entity or person knows everything. They're, it's not good. Yeah, communication like that usually means that there's a not good agenda going on here. Um, how does Randy feel about humans? He wants to be one, which is fascinating. Do you, th okay. Does he feel that, um, how does the, the Bigfoot race, I guess, I mean, I know I'm trying to get into a lot of deep thought here, and I know you haven't had direct communication that your guy that has the telepathy with the Bigfoot has, but I, I'm going to ask Well, this. Jeb tells me that they're, they're very secretive. Um, I guess, you know, you could say that uh, their culture is one that's, uh, it's, you know, old and it, it's just very secretive. I don't know if it's written down 
or if it's something that's just passed on, you know, by by mouth, I don't know. One of the theories that I heard from somebody that I knew real well that's into the Bigfoot scene said that they were part of the fallen angels that fell before God created the flood and they repented correctly in their hearts and God allowed them to continue on planet Earth, but they were not allowed to interfere with man. You know, and it says in the Bible that the sons of God begat children. The word children is in italics. And that means they have no idea what that was. And that's why the flood came. It was a genetic manipulation of the human race. And you start hearing these stories of Bigfoots and humans doing things that, that ain't so well. Um, or good or holy, I guess, would be the way I would put that. Um, it kind of makes you wonder. So, that's why I asked Ray, the question earlier of if you knew how old this the this this Bigfoot was. And in addition to that, that's also why I asked the question of, you know, how old do you think they actually live to be? Right. Well, I can tell you that Randy um, is a a good being, if you will, because I mean he's he's not an animal. Um, I don't know if he has a soul. We haven't discussed religion. Um, a lot of their culture is just based on family. I know Jeb has told me that. So, with that in mind, it has to be, you know, based on something good. I would think for them to continue to flourish. Interesting. Interesting. This again has to be one of the most interesting interviews that I've ever got to do. Well, this is, and I really appreciate you coming on the air and disclosing all this. Our phone lines are jam packed and I'm sorry we didn't take any live callers, but I, I, somehow I don't think that that's probably a good idea. Well, here's one thing that uh, I'd like to let you marinate on until we speak again. Okay. Jeb just told me that Randy said he was abducted by aliens. So that's for another time, but uh, it must have been one heck of a big spaceship. So what's interesting is, is you say that, and you haven't told me what part of the country you're in. But in Pennsylvania, I think it was 1967, there was a Bigfoot invasion in a combination with UFOs. So I, I don't think that's too uncommon. But at the same time, Will, um, to have an actual account of what's going on inside the spaceship with the Bigfoot and why they're doing this, yeah, we, we definitely got to speak again. Um, it's got my attention, too. So... Is this something that you guys are currently communicating on and trying to lock down like the the whole communication process to where you know more about it? As quickly as we can. All right. Well, we'll have you back on. We will definitely figure that out. Um, wow. 
I think we touched the just the outer edge of everything that could have been discussed. And I noticed that when I asked certain questions, he really slowed down. Um, I do want to try that moonshine, though. All right. If you've got something to disclose to us and you want to talk with us and tell us your story, 1-833-880-9899. That's 1-833-880-9899. Follow the prompts. Leave us a voicemail. And if you want to suggest a guest, I go up there and do the same thing. Like to say thank you to WTWW, our international shortwave station, and all of our other local affiliates. This has been Radio Disclosure. Disclosure.